Welcome back to another episode of Legends and Libation, the podcast where we dispel urban legends, common misconceptions, and other weird stuff. As always, I'm your host, Josh. We're my, my co-host, Ross. Dispel. What, what a weird word to, to say, myths. I mean, are we always dispelling them or are we also proving them right sometimes? I mean, we're, we're analyzing them. Okay, okay. And that then sounds at the better. end, we come to a conclusion. Correct, but most of the time, theory, yeah. it's dispelled. It's it's proven wrong. Every so often we get one that's right, but most of the time it's proven the opposite. It's proven an owl, basically. <laughs> oh, you spoiled the days of the episode. That's the, the that's the kicker. It's an owl. Um, uh, that joke's never going to get old. Hell no, dude. Plenty more cryptids are going to be owls. It's never going to get old. Yes. Um, we have a special guest today, a return special guest. Return. First returner. Oh, Ooh. yes. That's right. Jeff, you want to say hello? Yes. Well, welcome back. Up? Good to see you guys. You excited, Jeff? I'm very excited. I know you do a lot of podcasts, but this one's a little bit out of your repertoire, I'd say. <laughs> it's fun. We're, we're, I like it's it. a little wild. Good. Uh, I wanted to do a quick aside. I didn't do it last episode, but I want to congratulate Ross, who is now mm. the head coach of the 18, 19, 18, 18 division or 18 U uh, volleyball, I guess, uh, team. So the most elite team at our club. You need oh, to wow. get your elevator pitch down better than that. Exactly. I, he put me on a spot. I mean, I didn't know. <laughs> well, you got to congratulate you. And why did you get promoted? What triggered that promotion? That would be the 14 national national championship where we went to Indianapolis and won oh. the whole thing. I thought you were saying oh. the, you had 14 national championships, but you no. the 14-year-old national champ. Correct. And then in, in club volleyball, there's like open national uh, USA Patriot. There's a bunch of divisions. We we won the whole thing in the second division. So it was a bunch of open teams that didn't qualify in open, but we beat them. No, oh, you smoked them, right? Smoked them. Yep. And Came back with uh, some uh, some hardware. That's awesome, man! Congratulations. That's a That's big really uh, cool. step up for you, man. It's a big step up. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, so. What's everybody drinking today? And then we'll say why we're drinking it. How about that, guys? I'll let the guests go first. All right. I'm Jeff. doing a Rogue Dead Guy Ale. Nice. Yeah. I, I even waited to open it. So <laughs> yeah, you're you're familiar with our our ASMR uh, <laughs> aspects of the of the podcast as well. The one that Jules loves so much. Absolutely. All right, Ross, what are you drinking? Um, I'm going outside the realm here, and I'm doing a Bloody Mary. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Everyone knows I love the Bloody Mary. Actually, I am going outside my realm. I'm doing wine, which I'm not mm-hmm. a huge wine drinker. Um, okay. But this wine is uh, Apothic, uh, which is actually, I've had it before, the, the brand. It's actually really good. But I'm going to try this one because of our theming of our uh, episode today. It's called mm-hmm. Apothic Inferno. Oh. And I will not open it right now because the electric uh, 
bottle opener is currently charging right now. So still, if you, if you hear in the middle of the podcast, that's probably what it is. Me well, opening my drink finally. Nice. And I'm drinking uh, Ranch Ryer tequila. It's uh, basically a ready to drink tequila seltzer thing. Yeah, the ranch waters are pretty good. What flavor? Mm-hmm. Is it a flavor one? Yeah, it's the grapefruit one. Oh, nice. Okay. They usually have like a skeleton on it, but this one did not. So I yeah, messed up on that. That's sure. my fault. All right. Has anybody figured out why? Well, the listeners, y'all know what we're talking about. Why we picked these three beverages. It's because we're talking about something pretty interesting, I think. And we'll see why Jeff got reinvited. We're talking about hell today. <clears throat> <clears throat> that was great sound effects to the hell yeah. i love it i know for, <laughs> it was like a I fire get to the uh, a fire no it sounded no. like a fire burst it was perfectly yeah timed. Exactly. i like it <laughs> no what happened was he's like in case my preachers listen i gotta <laughs> i didn't do that, I didn't do that. That's what's happening. True. all right who wants to go first i want each of you to describe hell to me as you know hell okay whoever wants to go first can go first i'll, I'll jump in Okay. So according to, I would say what, what I grew up with, which is mm-hmm. Catholic faith. And I was an altar server and stuff like that. My parents were not super religious, but we did practice it. We went to church uh, every Sunday and then I would have to go for school because I went to a Catholic school. So it, we took theology in school and um, what's that called? catechism catechism theology we just had a theology oh. class i thought oh okay i thought you wanted to, isn't the cat, catholicism is no but it's like a, a thing to get like your communion and stuff. oh like well yeah catechism. you get yeah you well you get communion in church well, but i know um, what do you do to learn about to get the communion oh my your mom is screaming at her um, probably Whatever does she listen in the car or at her house? Usually in the car on the way to see my brother. She's she's screaming in the car at you. Ross, first, how do you not know? You're there's a first terrible communion. Catholic. There's first communion. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the rest right now. Oh, anyway, you like sidetracked you me. That's why. Okay. Uh, so hell, awesome. hell usually is to me kind of burning souls, just a pit of like charcoal people just burning, reaching Mm -hmm. out, calling for help. Kind of how Hollywood has kind of depicted it a little bit. Um, Obviously I have my own thoughts about it, but that's kind of the way it's been trained to be in my brain. Perfect. All right, Jeff, what do you describe hell as? Then we'll jump back to Ross on your personal thoughts. Then we'll jump to Jeff on his personal thoughts, and then we will dive right into it. Well, I would agree with Ross and the way you, the way most people are raised, that's how it's depicted and talked Mm -hmm. about of gnashing of teeth and fire and brimstone and um, just the devil having horns and pitchforks and all that stuff. So it's the Hollywood version because it's easy to scare people with that kind of description. If there is like a Hollywood version that I think was is closely related to it as mm. cheesy as it is, is Percy Jackson and the lightning thief, not necessarily the devil because wasn't the devil. Like, I don't know. Some weird I, actor. Never I don't seen remember. It. Never seen it. The, the idea of like 
if you've seen it, you kind of understand there's like a boat that rides above everything. And then underneath is the ground and lava and people suffering, stuff like that. I feel like that was a pretty good representation. Of, okay. And how do you think it is personally? I think it's personally what uh, individualized to the person that the soul is going through. So that, it, let me try to explain this, I guess. If I'm a bad person on earth, my hell is mm-hmm. repercussions from everything I've done. And oh. it's also a kind of like a hand for a hand, eye for an eye, you know, stuff like that. So whatever I did, I'm going to get the same, but I'm mm-hmm. going to feel the way that people felt that I hurt in mm. my in my world. And- so I'm having to go through and kind of relive all of those moments that mm-hmm. I've hurt somebody, but mm-hmm. be in their shoes. Interesting. Okay. Mm. All right, Jeff, what about you? Yeah, for me, like the more I've studied, it's separation from God. So wherever I'm at and he's not, that's not going to be a fun place for me to be. Okay. All right. Both excellent descriptions of the classical or Hollywood view, as you said, and both excellent um, personal explanations. I really like both of those. All right. So let's talk. Well, first of all, who goes to hell? I think Ross said it. Bad people. You said Ross. Yeah. Okay. Jeff, anybody different or Ross, anybody different you can think of? Well, for me, it's unbelievers. So if you're of the, the Christian faith, it's those who haven't accepted Christ as their savior. Okay. All right. Well, Jeff, That's when what... you mentioned, when you talked about separation from God, is that in the physical form or the afterlife? It could be both. I okay. mean, for me, it's when you, if you fast forward into where wherever life after death is, it would be that separation and okay. not being able to go there. And there's, there's stories in the Bible that depicts that um, as a visual representation. So that way people can kind of understand what that looks like. And I think that's where a lot of the Hollywood description got came from. I'm sure Josh is going to talk about some of that. Gotcha. Oh, we're going to talk about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to steal it all. <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. That's why he brought you on. As well, like, yeah, the, I like was the, the guest. Goes, I was guest. just reiterating what he's kind of talked about, or I was trying to get in my mind what he, what his idea was personally. Yeah. So, yep. okay, go ahead, Josh. So let's talk what we know best. Christian hell. Where is hell mentioned in the Bible? That's not an answer I can have all over the place. It is not mentioned at all. Well, it it'll make sense in the new Testament, old Testament. None of that. It's not there at all. So it got translated to hell, but it's not really mentioned as hell. We're going to talk about that as a common misconception. What were you going to say, Jeff? Sorry to interrupt you. No, go ahead. No, you. what were you going to say? We're going to say, no, we're going to say, no, I was, I, I actually thought that at some point that it was, but. So well, maybe the word hell, it maybe it, is not it, in there. So it is, and we're going to talk about <laughs> what it really means. Does it mean hell, hell? We'll see, we'll see. But I'm glad you mentioned that it did, because everybody thought, that. I thought that until just recently when I started like 
I found this out at random. Then I was like, what? It's not mentioned. There's like no, especially in the Old Testament, the OG, like, you know, the Torah, the Old Testament is not mentioned at all. The only mention of what they called hell was called Shoal. It's S-H-E-O-L, which translates to the grave. And why is this important? Well, in Judaism, there's no hell. People just kind of hang out. Their spirits kind of hang out until judgment day. Good or bad, Ross or me, uh, or Jeff. Uh, sorry, Ross slash Jeff or me. And <laughs> uh, everybody goes to Shoal. Everybody. They just hang out there till judgment day. So Joel is essentially Joel. purgatory for them? Yes. But it's not a bad place. Yeah. That's the funny thing. Like, I guess in Catholicism, uh, purgatory is like a bad place. You just kind of, yeah, in Catholicism, it's if you don't go straight to heaven, it's kind of considered bad because then you're having to figure out some other things. Exactly. But, Jeff, you okay there? Yeah, no, I just <laughs> I was curious. So like, when you did your search, did you which version of the Bible? Uh, did you King, do King James Version. So I just went to, there's a really cool app called the Blue Letter Bible, mm -hmm. and it's got like every version. And mm -hmm. so here it states that hell occurs in 54 verses in the King James Version. Yeah, we're going to talk about all of those. Okay. Not it, all 54, it, but basically. Yeah, it uses so. the word hell. So that's yes. why I was curious. Okay. But they don't talk about the place hell. That's the kicker. That's, and that's what uh, I, okay. Okay. That's what I was like, this is kind of weird. Like I read the word, word hell, but it says it's not hell hell. Like I said, in some, like the new versions, they, they take out the word shoal. And I saw you nodding your head yes to that, Jeff. Mm -hmm. the word of shoal. Uh, they use the word hell instead of that. And they, if the word shoal is something totally different. It's Jewish Judaism term for the grave. Like the, the biggest example that they have is um, 1 Samuel 28, 7 through 24. And do you know what's happening in that area, Jeff, from the top of your head? 1 Samuel 28. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all prior to um, David. Ooh, okay. So who was the king then prior to David? Saul. And who was the prophet that was with Saul who was dead? Who was dead? Yeah, he died. Well, Samuel was the there prophet that there anointed them. There you go. See, look at that. <laughs> always, I'm always fearful. I'm not going to pass the test. Oh, no, no. See, that's, that's why that's, Ross is. I, yeah, I mean. <laughs> You answered way better than I would. I would have thrown out <laughs> every name in the Bible besides that one. In my head, I'm, fun to listen. It, in my head, I'm like Abraham. Abraham's so, the answer for everything in the Bible. I'll be running, listening to the show, and I usually will have to stop because I'm laughing. That's <laughs> oh, perfect. All yeah. right, per, no, you're bang on. So, Prophet Samuel's dead. And the Philistines are gathering to attack again. It seems like the Philistines hated the Israelites a lot. I have a serious question. Who was a bigger enemy of the Israelites? The Egyptians, the Babylonians, or the Philistines? Because they all kind of hated them. Are those um, dragon oh, houses in, oh my God. in Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. That is a complete joke. It's the I, new Harry Potter. I do need you to repeat those, though. Okay. Who is the biggest enemy of who? The Israelites. Israelites, okay. The Egyptians, the Babylonians, nope. or the Philistines? 
I'm gonna go with Philistines. Why do you say that? Um, I don't know. Okay, guess. All right, Jeff. What do you think? I don't think it was on... the Egyptians. Is it at least not the Egyptians? Uh, there, so there's no answer. It's just like okay. kind of, I, a hypothetical it, joke. Okay. Yeah, it just depends on the time. <laughs> but what, what, what is your personal opinion? Who was like the biggest? Who was their biggest rival? Who was the one that, you know, the? I think what was written the most about, I think, was with graphic detail were the Philistines because they battled with them constantly. They had giants. Mm -hmm. They were pretty ruthless in what they did. And then the Egyptians, it was just more of, hey, we're just going to come and capture you and enslave you for 400 plus years and make you work. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they weren't nice. No, um, the Babylonians either. It's yeah. kind of funny because it's just like, you know, depending like the what like era, like what you said, they were always beefing with someone. And it wasn't a fun beef. It wasn't like a friendly get a rivalry. It was out to kill each other. Well, back then, I feel like you had to. It was farm. It was land. It was like, you know, stuff like that. I mean, hell, Moses killed it. Like, every time he conquered an area, he'd kill everybody in it. Except for the women. He kept them all for himself. Yeah, like you, you read through the, the Old Testament. It's brutal. I mean, oh, some yeah. of the stuff that they did and how they did it. Oh, it's totally different than the New Testament. Uh, so back to the story. Uh, who was the king? Who was the king again at that time, Jeff? Saul. There you go. I should have asked Ross, but Ross wouldn't have remembered. Ross, who was Saul's son? Abraham. One of them. No. <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a very, very wise person. No, sorry. Uh, no, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, Solomon. It was. Oh yeah, Solomon. Oh my, David loved him. They were best friends. Oh, shoot. I drew a blank. Who was it? Jonathan. Thank you. Yes. I remember they were like best, best buds. Uh, so King Saul, he praised the God to know what to do. He's like, what do I do against these Philistines? There's so many of them. Like you said, it was like a, always a brutal conflict between the Israelites and the Philistines. They hated each other. It was very ruthless, very brutal. God doesn't answer Saul. So Saul's like, okay. That's fine. I'll try again. He tries again. He tries again and nothing. So Saul does what every smart religious man does when God doesn't answer them. He talks to a psychic. Hmm. Um, so the problem was King Saul had kicked all the soothsayers, which are like the old term for psychics and witches out of town. He's like, get out. You're not welcome here. Um, so he sends his men out and they have to go dig up a witch, which is basically a psychic. Is this Jackson Square in New Orleans? Well, where they, <laughs> they kick him out of there? No, just they have a bunch of psychics just sitting in the oh, streets. Yeah. So that's where they probably would have find them because they had to go yeah. dig up this lady, they go find this lady. Okay. And they find her at a place called Indoor, E N D O R. Okay. Does anybody catch Ross? Do you catch the reference to indoor? For the love of everything, did you catch the reference? Is it a Star Wars reference? It's a Star Wars reference. To Andor. No, indoor. So it's a Star Wars reference. Well, at least I got that. I know, but which movie and what, who oh was on? Who, what was involved? Oh, my goodness. 
Luke. Jeff, you want to save him? It was Yoda, right? No, that was Dagobah. Oh, Dagobah. So it was over Return of the Jedi. So you're right about that. Uh, Is that where the... No, hold on, hold on. It's where the the Ewoks are. Yes! Yes! Nice. Yes. My son's going to take my Star Wars card away from me. <laughs> but but no, no, no. Hang on. To your credit, you said uh, Yoda, which was in the same movie. So you get half credit. Ross I said gets, Star Wars. You got half a credit. And then you said Luke and or Luke. Okay. And so that, but that Andor sounds exactly like Andor. So oh, out which that series is coming out on Disney Plus like upcoming uh. this month. So it's fresh in my brain. Your husband, Matt, is probably punching the air right now. Probably. Doesn't Matt love Star Wars? He does, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. All right, anyway. Saul talks to the psychic. The dead psychic. No, she's alive. Oh. They found her. They had to go find her at Jackson Square. So they haul her back to Saul and go, he's like, hey, I need to see him. All capitals, him. And the witch goes, do, do, do. You ain't entrapping me. I know you're a cop. I'm not getting entrapped with this. I ain't doing this. And then Saul goes, listen, I'm not going to arrest you. I'm not going to kill you for being a witch, for witching it all up. I'm not going to do any of that. I promise. And he tells her, look, bring him up. I need to see him. Bring me up, Samuel. Up, UP. Okay? And the witch goes... I see him coming up out of the earth and Saul goes, how's he look? And she goes, I don't know, like an old guy with a robe. In the Bible court, it says an old man with a robe coming up. So Ghost Samuel shows up and goes, why have you disquieted me to bring me up? Again, up. It's like the 15th time. So as you said before, Jeff, let's see if you can remember this. Ross, who was Samuel? Uh, David's son, David's brother. No. John, Jonathan. Jonathan. Okay. Who was Samuel? Saul's son. No. He's a prophet. He was the prophet. Sam was the prophet? Yeah, he's dead now. He was a prophet. He's the one that annoyed Saul and made him king. Gotcha. And he's the one rising up. Up out of the earth. Okay. And would you both agree that prophets were good people? That like they did good things? like favorite of god type of things yeah both agree yeah yeah Ross. yeah okay so why is he why is he coming up out of the earth and not coming down from heaven he was buried there you go you know, bang on bang on yeah, That's yeah the, the, the thing with, with shoal is that it's all on the earth you're all in the earth just hanging out and he's like he's like dude like i was having like a nice nap why'd you pull me up so it's kind of, so it's kind of like doesn't really go with the notion of good people go to heaven bad people go to hell that's a very christian thing this is a very uh hebrew thing the first reference of um judgment day was in daniel 12 2 if jeff if you know this quote mm-hmm. ross is to find you two people for your business okay ross <laughs> what's well, it, Daniel 412? 12, 12-2. 12 Do you know it by heart? I do not. Oh, okay, that's fine. Ross, do you know it? <laughs> no. 
There's only one Bible verse everyone in this world knows by heart. Austin 360. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're referring to? <laughs> well, yeah, but not the Austin version. That's the best version. <laughs> do you know that reference, Jeff? Austin I do. 360? I do. Okay. I didn't know if you knew wrestling stuff. <laughs> I'm almost uh, 50. I, I Yeah, I know it. <laughs> all right so and it was the, real wrestling not this wwe stuff no it was, terrible. it was so much better it was so good <laughs> i tried to watch it i was like this is everybody has a real name there's no personas no, no. heroes and bad guys it's terrible uh did you find the the verse jeff I, see I did it up. all right you want to go ahead and look it up you want to quote yeah. everybody so 12 and 2 me, daniel 12, 12 2 and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Thank you. Huh. So that's the first ever reference of Judgment Day. And wow. Daniel's not, Daniel's pretty deep into the Old Testament. It's not like the beginning of the Old Testament. Would you agree, Ross? Um, yeah, it's right <laughs> on the cusp of being at the end. <laughs> oh, are you disagreeing with me or you know? No, I'm definitely disagreeing with you. Jeff definitely knows. Would you agree Jeff, again? you've read the Bible, correct? He's probably yes. read it like a billion times. A, a, I'm assuming a I few times. Say a billion. I read but, it in its entirety last year, and then I'm reading through it again this year. So it's not your first time doing it, correct? Are there multiple versions? Yeah, the, like from front to back, last year was the first time. I mean, I, I've studied it, and you study books and study verses, but I had not read from oh, and completion. beginning to end. Gotcha like that so, and there are there different versions like there's a ton so king james is thought to be the closest to the that's right the yeah. original hebrew and greek translation and then there's the new king james and then there's a ton of different versions that do stray pretty far so you have to be careful with what mm -hmm. version you have and then some of them are more like commentaries that they have that just mm -hmm. help put it in more layman's terms and and it makes it a way that's easy but it's i would say it's not something that you would study text from okay yeah like i said i pulled all my stuff from the king james yeah. I, I look at someone like the new world version and or i think that's what it's called right there's so many but that's yeah. one of them yeah the more like when i was growing up that was a more common one that was coming out but I always use the king james because it's the most commonly accepted one too yeah Mm -hmm. But you know, besides everything you said, it's pretty commonly accepted everywhere. All right, perfect. Thank you for bringing that up. And good question, Ross. Look at you. I Give do like that quote. Uh, that is pretty good. Okay. It does. It does make sense of like the the judgment day and mm -hmm. how, but people will rise out type thing. You know, exactly up up out of it. But yeah, yeah, it's a resurrection thing. All right, we're gonna jump to the next book in the bible uh, not book sorry what do you consider the new testament the next section yeah it's the new yeah. law okay yeah, i'm trying to think because see i was raised mormon and it was the book was an old testament a book the new testament book of mormon so yeah but they're all but they're different books in the bible so that's kind of confusing so new section we'll call it sure yeah. all right sounds good look jeff and i just came up with a new the second uh, half. Lingo. The second half. Part, de. Part de. <laughs> The sequel. 
All right. So Shoal is done. Shoal's no longer being mentioned in the Bible. Okay. Jesus and his boys, they're dropping a new term for hell. Do you know what that new term is, Jeff? Well, see, you always put me in that. It's my test anxiety now. So they use Hades quite a bit. They do. That's a good one. Um, the, and then they do. Um, Come on, you got this. I'm going to guess. I'll let him think. I'm going to guess. Ahead. And it's maybe more of a mindset as opposed to a place. Is that yeah. at it's all? A, it's a word. Like, I know, but you could be confused or, you know, like the word. No, could, no, no, no. So it's a word they use that represents hell. Like a lot. So a lot a of these physical like, hell. Age, yeah. Like a new, well, no. So these new age translations would use hell and some of the King James's use hell too. Some are uses these other words. So what are you okay. thinking, Jeff? I don't, it's out of my head. So we could sit here. Come for on. No, minutes. no, no, no. Come on. Think about it. So you got Hades. That's, that's a big one they use. There's, um, I'm trying to think of verses where he's, I know I, it's like there, but I don't know where it's at. Um, what letter does it start with, Josh? Starts with a G. Capital There's, G? Mm-hmm. Um, Galgatha? No. No, that's, yeah. That's okay. I don't know. Go ahead. Gehenna? Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't I have gotten that one wrong. Oh. No, that's right. I think that's right. That's okay. I wouldn't have come up with that one though. That's okay. Well, you're put on the spot. So, uh, well, what is Gehenna? Do you know what that is? I I don't know the definition now. Je- uh, Ross, do you know? Like I said, I think it's to me it would be more of like a place or a mindset. So it's a real place. Okay. It's a valley just outside the walls of Jerusalem, which was basically the city dump for the garbage and they basically dump all the trash there and they keep burying it. So it's basically like that everlasting tire far, fire, mm, tire farm, yeah. tire fire at, you know, like in these like podunk towns in the South. Well, and there's so, probably steam coming off the top. Or and just, smoke. It's just always on yeah. fire. Cause it's like, you know, rotting stuff. And it's going to yeah. start, you know, attracting animals and causing, they think causing disease. So they just burn it. Um, which is funny. Cause this is the only reference to fire in the bible new testament for hell hell the version of hell yeah correct so just it being on fire correct that's pretty interesting like you both said the hollywood version mentioned lakes of fire and brimstone where did that come from does anybody know or want to guess where it came from i don't even know what brimstone is so i probably couldn't help you on that one Like where did the where did Hollywood come up with that? Yeah, where where the idea of like lakes of fire and brimstone? Where did that come from? In the Bible, I'm not sure. Well, it wasn't in the Bible, like we said. Oh. We're gonna talk more about that, but we're gonna kind of figure out where this whole idea came from. So it came from uh, a creed that from the Catholic Church in the sixth century. When they were trying to figure out, like, there's a lot of like the Nicene Creed. This is a Anthesian Creed. There's a bunch of different creeds. Basically, all the Catholic people kind of got together and said, "What do we want to include? What's canon? What's not canon? What are we throwing out? What are we keeping?" Uh, and there were three camps of early Christianity. It was a uh, annihilationism, that's a good mouthful, universalism, and justicism. Okay, those were all thrown out. Well, these are the three battles. These were three camps going to battle. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it'll, it'll make sense as we keep going. 
because the problem is a lot of times with the Bible, there was not a lot of things mentioned. And what happened was they kind of go, well, we want things to sound cooler, sexier. What does it mean? What is this like? It's kind of like what's going on with the Constitution right now. You know, what does this mean? What does this mean thousands of years later, hundreds of years later? Yeah. So the first one, annihilation, basically that meant the soul is either called it to be with God or simply destroyed. Like it doesn't exist anymore. It's poof. Okay. Um, Which also sucks. What's that? Which also sucks. It does. The funny thing was um, the the Pope uh, was asked what happens to the soul like with hell and he said they don't exist anymore. And then the Catholic Church said no, he didn't. He didn't mean it that way. He didn't like he kind of, he kind of backtracked it. So, which was kind of interesting because I think this Pope is all about keeping everybody happy. So it's kind of like you know, well, you're gonna burn hell, buddy. He's around. He's like, well, you know, you won't suffer. You just won't be around anymore, which is interesting take. Uh, the second camp, universalism, means that that every wicked soul is punished after death but just long enough for them to repent and return to their pure form and go back to God. Hmm. According to this, the people who came with this, they, they believe that even the devil himself would be redeemed and be called to heaven, which sounds pretty nice. You know, everybody, you know, you got kind of like what you were saying, Ross, like everybody gets to pay for like their sins. Like you got to live all the badness you created in life and then you get yeah. once you pay for it enough you get called up correct and if you truly feel sorry or feel bad for what you did then you uh -huh. get called up yeah the third one the justicism basically meant that the wicked went to hell to suffer for their sins not to reform them but basically what you hit on to satisfy the demands of justice this is what it is they did bad they this is this is just you gotta pay for it. eye for an eye every Etc. 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 Basically, um, they believed in this that God did them a favor by granting the miracle for the damned to be burned without being consumed and suffer without dying. God's doing you a favor by letting you suffer over and over again, buddy. That's what they believed. Um, this was all spearheaded by a uh, fourth-century bishop named Saint Augustine. Saint Augustine, to be exact. Interesting. Yeah. The Where, saint of what? I have no idea. I'm not kidding. <gasps> what is it? What's it the saint of? I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just surprised. <laughs> I'm just surprised you didn't know. I know. My, my head's full of a lot of useless information. I should know that. We have a town here in Florida. We have a town. I know. A pretty cool town. In, in post-edit, I'm going to say the answer and then be surprised <laughs> that you didn't get it right. <laughs> He wrote a lot of like the early books on Christianity. He was like the big guy for it. Um, he wrote that hell, which is also called a lake of fire and brimstone, sound familiar, will be material fire, like real fire, and will torment the bodies of the damned. He came up with it. That dude came up with the, 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 the term lake of fire and brimstone. And the even better, Jeff, I think Jeff, you're going to kick out of this one. This is the dude that came up with the term original sin. And child baptism. Because I'm guessing your religion, you don't believe in original sin, correct? Are you asking well, me? No, no. Yeah. You're Catholic, dude. Of course you do. Jeff. Yeah. Well, we're all born sinners, but I don't believe in child baptism just because the 
children are pure because they don't really know right from wrong and they can't make those decisions. So infant baptism where it's nice, it's not saving your soul. Correct. So basically, yeah. So you don't believe, so original sin is basically like you come in a center and you're going to, if you don't get baptized, you're going to go to hell. You might, you might be alive for five seconds, but you go into hell. So yeah. So you don't believe in a original sin in that context. Like Correct. it's not stamped on you. So, okay. Yeah. The funny thing is most Protestant religions don't believe that. Only the Catholics do Ross. Dun, dun, dun. Listen, I was baptized. I, that was not my choice. See, that's the problem. <laughs> and there in my go. opinion, there's in photo, <laughs> there's photo proof of me being baptized, but you know, my first sin after that, whatever it was, you know. I heard when Juliana get was baptized, the water burned her. Is that true? I think it turned into uh, Coke. Oh, she sense. drank it. <laughs> All like right. a gremlin <laughs> did you feed her after midnight yeah or get her wet um another big um so basically the, this guy got the idea from Augustine, but i kind of like helped perpetuate further like to more commonly people have known was dante and dante's known for writing what book ross dante's inferno so but it's not called the inferno it's called Dan- something that was my best guess. I would have gone with that too. Dante's Dungeon. The Divine Comedy. I have the D, right? Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, it's, it's, everybody knows it's Dante's Inferno, but it's like more to it than that. It's called The Divine Comedy. It's the book where Dante goes to, to the afterlife, hell, then purgatory, then paradise. And his description of hell gives his most common image of hell besides what saint augustine said uh because what happened was his version in that book michelangelo took that and when he painted the sistine chapel he used dante's description to paint that dante's not saying which who got his reference from saint augustine correct but so basically uh saint augustine said lake of fire and brimstone a real one and dante wrote a book and went into like much more detail and elaborate and craziness and then Michelangelo's like, I'm going to do a picture of this. This sounds awesome. I'm going to flip back for a second, just so I kind of understand here. Those three, justicism, universalism, and the annihilation. Third, annihilation. Yeah. Where are those from? So that was part of the big Catholic, the Catholic uh, debate going on during that time, the sixth century. The sixth century. So that's not so, Bible. No, no, it was after that's the Bible. Just, it's, like, it's like interpreting the Bible. Like I said, it's okay. kind of the whole issue right now with the supreme court and so when the they were trying to pick what hell was correct or their interpretation of it from the bible correct okay those three were trying to figure it out so there's three there are three main camps like i said it's basically yeah. like like nowadays with like the supreme court interpreting the constitution they kind of go what do they mean by like this and this day and time does it does you know roe v wade the abortion issue does that does that fall under the original constitution or is that something different and that's why the whole like debate kind of happened to getting overturned was like listen they didn't mention the, the original constitution or the omit so yeah. that is basically what happened with this they kind of said what do they mean by hell they didn't give us a real accurate description of hell what does it mean or like the second amendment you know, like, you're like okay does it mean everybody have a gun nobody have a gun 
So basically, there's a lot of debate that was left up to it. Anything you want to add? And Saint Augustine was part of the justices. Justin. Yes. Yeah. He's wrote okay. a lot of stuff on that. Anything you want to add to that, Jeff? Or well, I mean, not add because I'm not a theologian by any stretch. I want it's your just, opinion. Dude. It's just funny that people battle over three things that none of them are good. Yeah. So it's just these. <laughs> I think it's talking heads trying to prove that they're smarter than the other and they've got it figured out. Ding um, ding ding. And which you see a lot of that all the time. I mean, we're human and that's what happens. Mm -hmm. None of which sound appealing. So what, what's the point? I mean, if you don't do those things, you don't suffer from that, whether it's a small portion and then you get to go or a long portion. It's to me, I start to think people start to try to figure out how to justify I can do this because it's not going to be as bad. It was mm -hmm. like growing up, we had conversations about, are there degrees of hell? Mm -hmm. Like, are there different levels of hell that you would go to? I don't care. Yeah, it's all bad. <laughs> the yeah. smallest level is going to be awful. And, and I then, don't want any part of it. And then, you know, the, the time duration could seem short, but essentially could be really long and, you know, thousands of years. But while you're there, it takes, you know, 10 seconds or whatever, you know. Who knows? So the, the idea of time could be construed somewhere in there too. Mm -hmm. Because like like the universal is the one I think sounds pretty appealing because it's like everybody has a chance to get redeemed. But the problem is, is it's like the prodigal son situation. How does the person who did everything right get like he's basically like, I did everything right. I swear that I life sucked. I didn't go try to cheat on my taxes or cheat on my wife. And I'm in the same spot as the dude. I'm in the same spot as uh, Joseph Stalin, Adolf Hitler, and Pol Pot. How? What the hell? Literally, what the hell? So that is where the issue, I see the issue with that one, though. Because it's, it's not fair to the person who did everything right. Does that make sense? It, it, it does, but then... Yeah, it, but then... Go ahead, sorry. Well, I was going to say, we're, then we're going down a different road about, is it works or faith that gets you into heaven so are you checking all the boxes because yeah there was a great conversation between the rich young ruler and jesus he comes mm -hmm. up and he's like good master i've done all these things mm -hmm. like i've fed the poor i've done all these wonderful things now what do i do like he's trying to get he's like okay i get my past because i've all, always done these these great things mm -hmm. and then Jesus says, well, sell everything you have and follow me. And the guy was very sorrowful because he was really rich. And yeah. he turns around and walks away. And that's when Jesus said, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter heaven because he loved money more than he would have been able to have faith and sacrifice himself to follow Jesus at that point. So do you know what that reference is, means, the eye of a needle with a camel, Jeff? Yeah, that's like the, um, it's like the gate, right? Yeah, and what has to happen? Well, you have to get the camel through it. <laughs> How do you get the camel through it? I don't remember. So basically, you have to, you have to unpack your camel all the way, and then to, um, to quote Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade, a, a penitent man kneels before God, the right. camel kneels as a like, crawl through. That's how it gets him. 
Okay, got it. So, so basically, like that's like you have to basically, basically, what I said, give up everything. And camels are stubborn. You can basically get a cam, get the stuff on the camel, have that camel crawl on his knees through it. That is so basically the same. So okay, I'm very cool. happy you knew that. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. I knew parts of it. I couldn't remember exactly. I remember it was just like a, a challenge to get through. I Whatever. got to ride a camel last month. How was that? It was awesome. <laughs> nice. Where was that? Cairo. Oh, wow. I bet that was intense. It was how cool. Was, how was the uh, pyramids then? They were cool. They were very cool. The um, And again, that could be a whole nother episode, but that was one of the things that they did to try to, for the afterlife. So we talk about hell, you know, oh, they yeah. wanted to mummify their body. And it's, it's absolutely incredible. The fact that, cause there's a whole museum that had dozens of, um, I think it was a, like 18, maybe um, actual mummies that were, you know, 5,000 years old, whatever it may be, that still you could see their hair, you could see their teeth. And wow. it was absolutely incredible. And then all the different things that were around them. So, you know, they had, even though they may not have completely thought of hell, they did believe in an afterlife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to get to that. Quit skipping ahead. <laughs> <laughs> too many, too many things. All right. We're on St. Augustine. And then okay. that's when they figured out, all right, that's the hell. So that, yeah, that they, they like you said, a talking heads and that, that talking head prevailed. Yes. Um, well, where did this hell idea come from? I mean, St. Augustine wasn't like this, this you know, um, person coming like at the top of his head, like, you know what, you want know to sound awesome for these people who don't want to be Catholics? I have a great idea. I have a great idea. Fire, lake of fire. <laughs> awesome. Brimstone. What is brimstone? I don't know, but that sounds cool. <laughs> like, so it's not like that. Um, basically, you know, the, the idea is that it came from something deeper and older. Um, the realm of the dead already existed, like Jeff said, in Egypt, Greece, Rome, and even the Norse mythologies. All right. And, okay, what's the Ross? What, what is the Greek word for the underworld? Um, oh, man. Would I know this from a Disney movie? Probably Percy Jackson. Or Hercules, right? Yes, correct. Oh, yes. Um, Let's. I mean, I mean, Hades was there, but I don't know what they called it. All right, Jeff. And I, as soon as you say it, I'll know it. But you said it earlier. The, I said it. Something yeah. of souls. Nope. Oh. So a lot of times. The god of a certain spot was also called the same thing. Devil? No. Hades. There you go. Hades. It's called Hades. Oh. Hades is in charge of Hades. Got it. Okay. And you mentioned Hades oh, earlier. Okay. I'm like, you yeah. said Hades. I know. Yeah. He but the guy. The character was, Hades, yeah. yeah. All right. And then the Roman word is. Mm, don't know. In fairy. So the Inferno and Inferno, yeah, because yeah. Dante was Italian. Okay, and what do the Germans and the Norse people call it, Ross? Um, Goose Haven. <laughs> All right, Jeff, what do you think? I have no clue. 
if you had to guess. Uh, see, see what I go through, Jeff. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You see what I go through? I, so, just, these broad questions that you just have to answer on a whim. What's the German word for hell? Yeah, what's the German word for hell? Like, we fucking so, we fuck so, didn't know so that. I'll, I'll ask you this question. The English you, can, you can lead us to water, Josh. Come on. The English language is a derivative of what kind of language? Latin. Phoenician. No. Wow. You've been on that ride. It's, just, <laughs> it's a Germanic language. Okay. That's why a lot of like the, if you heard just in the German, a lot of words are the same. Good morning. Good morning. So good morning. Good morning. So, so if you had to guess what the German word for hell is, it would be? Hella. Hell? Hell. Good job, Jeff. You're so close, Ross. It's okay. So. Like what Jeff said before, Hades is used a lot in the Old Testament and in the, sorry, the New Testament, my apologies. And what it means is the grave. It always means the grave. Okay. For example, Matthew 16, 18. You want to look that up right quick, Jeff? Yep. Okay. I can look it up if you need me to. That way you don't have to use your glasses again. I can make it bigger. Why, why, why you? <laughs> this, this is an audio recording. Why do you got to tell people he's using glasses? It well, just, you know what? It just hit me. So this this past a couple months ago, the glasses have kicked into full gear. Um, and I tell you, you said sixteen, eighteen. Yes. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Yeah. Perfect. So see, hell is used there. And what happened was when they were translating from Greek to English, they switched Hades for hell. Mm. And basically this, this one is always, this one is always mistaken for that hell, AKA the devil will not prevail against Peter and the church. But it was originally known as Hades, which means the grave or the underworld. And basically what Jesus was telling Peter was, you know, you are the rock of this church and that the grave, like, will never, I guess it basically the church will never die. You are going to make sure that this thing lasts forever, dude. Totally different. Uh, another example, Revelations 1.18. He's got it, I think. Yeah, of course. I'm surprised he doesn't know it on top of his head. I'm surprised he knows it's all memorized. I figured he'd be like, I'm not a good memorizer. I'm Mem surprised. Memorizer? I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I've tried and I like have note cards and it's in there for a little bit and then it's gone. Yeah. I don't, that's tough. In the living one, I died and behold, I am alive forevermore and I have the keys of death and Hades. Mm -hmm. So, see, the funny thing is, on the King James, it says hell and death. Oh, sorry. I'm in. No, no, you're, you're fine. English you're fine. Standard version. Okay. No, no, I'll you're fine. This is a great example. But this, no, this is a perfect example of somebody who understood that it meant something different. So that's yeah. very interesting. Now, is that capital L H, regardless if it's Hades or hell? Jeff? Not little H. Little H. Yeah, I didn't think so. so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's a place. It's just not a, it's not like New York. It's not a person, though. No. Um, we're in this in this verse, this is the resurrected Christ or Jesus uh, saying that he's died and now he holds 
he has so the power of death and the grave have no power over him. So he died and was in the grave, and then he beat both of them. Yeah, because I find it's like you know, d- keys of death and hell. Wait, why? Why'd you go to hell? As a lot of I kind of find a lot of people thought that Jesus went to hell after he died. And it's like, wait, what? No, he why would that guy go them. to hell? So, but he yeah. beat. But it's just, it's just like the other one about like you know that the the grave will not. It's, it's not going to die off. Like I beat death and I beat the grave. So not only can you not kill me. But that whole waiting period don't mean nothing now. So basically, that was like the thing. He had to wait three days so he could beat both of them. Because if they killed him, and he came right back to life. There's no grave. They say he was never dead. Exactly. Yeah. There's no power over the grave either. Um, another one we're gonna do. We're gonna go back to Revelations 20, 13, and fourteen. These are all times that you're thinking or kind of showing that hell or Hades is in the Bible. Yeah. So they. So a lot of people call it hell. And but it's, it's but in the old term it was Hades. Yes, and what it meant is the grave. The grave. Okay. The grave. So basically, like I said, you know, like I said, the grave. Like so, basically, he died. The grave itself, like yeah, where you're he, buried. Yeah, because he died. Yeah. And then he was buried for three days, and he rose. So he conquered death, and he conquered the grave. Yep. You know, got you it. could live and be in your grave, but he beat both of them. Gotcha. All right, all right, Jeff, you got it. Twenty thirteen and fourteen. Yes, please. And again, this is the English Standard Version. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one of them according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. So see, it's another thing about the lake of fire. And the funny thing is not about hell. And in the the King James Version, they mentioned death and hell were delivered up. The dead which were in them. All the people and everybody's a judge. And death and hell are cast in like a fire. They were done away with because there's no point of death because everyone's resurrected. Everybody's kind of brought back to judgment. And um, the grave, who we don't need that. Nobody's going back into the earth. You going to heaven, you going to hell. Are you, you're being judged. There's no point. They have no purpose anymore. So it's kind of like that empty carton of milk. You don't keep it there. You just throw it away. Or you recycle it if you're a responsible person. All right. Anybody have any comments on that? Does that what, make sense? It does. And what's yeah. interesting <clears throat> is Revelation is so over the top with its mm-hmm. descriptions that, again, they wrote this so like at a fourth or fifth grade level so people could just really understand it. So whether or not it really is a lake of fire, I think it's moot. Exactly. There you go. Um, Perfect. That's a good, good, good point. Um, we're going to talk about Norse mythology because hell is the Norse term for the underworld. There are two places you go when you die in Norse mythology. What are those two places? Ross. Hell. Okay. And Asgard. Or, you're very close. Jeff. Purgatory, right? No, that's a Catholic thing. Where do all the, the, the people who die? You know, like the, the Vikings, where the Vikings go when they die. Oh, um, Valhalla, right? There you go. Yeah. There you go. I finally got one right. Yes. <laughs> You've gotten multiple ones right, Hush. Josh, um, tell him what you tell me. Good job. I don't. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. You're so awesome. I'm, I'm so proud of he's you. He's gotten a lot of them right today. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Just but, big pat but, on the back. But it's also he's kind of like hitting close to it. You're kind of like, when was the Civil War? I don't know, 1940? No. You said the 1900s for the Civil War, dude. That's yeah. Put... 1940 was the World War II. Come on. I know, but you said 1900 for the Civil War. And it was not. It's asking volleyball questions. <laughs> yeah. Come what's on. The, what's the libero? At least you said it right. That's the person with the second color jersey. She's a defensive specialist. Okay. Where do the short people in volleyball go? It depends. They have good hands. They can set and run a 6-2. You have a tall person that goes front row for them. Where would I be in volleyball? You'd be probably a libero. I feel like you would be a hustler just back there, like just diving for balls. Thank you. I'll take those accounts from it. Because that's like knocking people out of the way. What about Jeff? What does your daughter do? Does your daughter have a position yet? They're kind of moving around. I think she's going to be, um, she wants to set, I think she wants to do middle. I'll have to ask her and I'll tell you. Run, run. <laughs> no, middle's tough. Middle is the hardest position on the court. Well, her mom's tall, so she's probably got yeah. some height. That's going to be yeah, good but for volleyball. She, yeah, she's super to, tall. Well, everybody wants to, to be an outside hitter. Yeah. And so she, my wife at least is encouraging her to do something that will set her up for later in her career then setting is pretty good college scholarships i was i was a setter so there you go there's your side volleyball tangent continue with valhalla great (laughs) job ross so back to valhalla and hell we both of you got one um hell is named after the daughter of loki and he had a baby with a giant test named angraboda and she had two brothers, Fenrir the wolf and Jorgamander the world serpent. And so he had three kids, a giant snake, a um, giant wolf, and then Hell, Hell, uh, sorry, Hella. And what she had is she had a beautiful half of face and then a, like a skeleton half of face. It was like the craziest thing. Um, Odin. What did he has one eye? Do you remember from the movies? Yes. Why does he have one eye? Did the Hello take one? No. Do you know Jeff? I remember that because they had the scene in the movie, didn't they? Mm-hmm. He gives up one of his eyes to know everything. That's why I'm gonna get the tattoo of Odin one day. It's on the short list. Oh, and that's why all the pictures of him are always like sideways. Yes, and, and he it's looks, just like he, one eye. Yeah, he looked dead on. He either has like a, 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 a some bright shine out of it or covered up. But that's why he has one eye because he he went to the world tree and said, what do I need to know everything? They said, give us your eye. And would, would you give up your eye to know everything, Ross? Hmm, that's uh, probably. What about you, Jeff? Well, since I have to wear glasses, thanks, Ross. <laughs> I don't think I'd be sacrificing a whole lot. Yeah. You got two of them. <laughs> to know everything. I'm like, yeah. absolutely. I would do that so fast. But I like but then, learning things. But, I like but, knowing things. But then would you think that, would that be hell? <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I talked to someone about that recently. They said, that sounds like hell. And I said, I don't think so. And, and they that's said, where I get the idea that everybody has a different hell. I know they probably were joking, but like, no, they I weren't. Like, they were like, they go, 
that sounds awful. That sounds oh, just awful. no, it, like yeah. a Bruce or Evan Almighty or Bruce Almighty, where you just yes. bombarded with shit, you mm-hmm. know, in your head to where it's just kind of like you're so overwhelmed, you don't know what to do with it, and you can't help everybody. That is know? hilarious because I was like, because it was like literally like early like last week I was talking about that. And they go, that sounds like hell. So <laughs> that's funny, Jeff, as you mentioned that. Like literally last week, uh, her name is Melissa. She listens to the podcast. She was like. That sounds awful. That sounds yeah. like absolute hell. And I'm like, really? She goes, that's a lot to like, I, like, because it probably you know all the good, all the bad, you know, everything. But if you know everything and somebody comes to you with a problem, then you know how to fix it because you or, know everything. Or better, if you do a podcast with me, then you know all the answers that I ask you. Yeah, because that's, <laughs> that's what I strive for in life, Josh. But then here's the other question. If you know everything, do you know everything that's happened? Or are you will happen? Omniscient and know everything, everything. So he knew he was omniscient. He knew the past, present, and the future. Because he wanted to know what happened with Ragnarok, where the god the gods die at the end of the pagan world. But yeah, so that's that. But if you did know everything in the future too, that it'd be kind of hard because you'd be like, yeah, there's a pandemic coming and no one's going to listen. So no, I guess you'd be you like Biff and back to the future yeah. and end up rich. That's what I said too. Yeah. You'd be so rich. You'd be so rich. Bitcoin. And you're going to, you're going to dip out on this date. <laughs> and you're going like to hot just, tub time machine. It's yes. Lugal instead Lugal. of Google. <laughs> Side note. That was an amazing movie. I, I saw that, that the, title and i i saw like a quick preview i go this looks stupid and i put it on when i was doing laundry or something when i go this movie is so good and it's so amazing solid. yeah i was very shocked by it so it's got john kuzak in it come on it's i know oh so good and then the guy from uh the office daryl yeah i don't know his name so all right good. so back to it odin gives up his eye so you said omniscient in the future he so he got the information and he know he only knew that something terrible is going to happen with Loki's children. So he's like, hell no, we're going to get rid of them. So he yeets Yorgamander into the sea where he grows so large that he encircles all of Midgard, which is Earth, and bites his own tail and holds it in his mouth. That's the tattoo that I have. It's him. It's the Ouroboros, but it's, so it's basically their version of it. Uh, Fenrir the wolf was chained to a boulder on an island, and he goes, hell, you got to go down to the underworld to rule over the dead, because half of you is dead. Your face is kind of dead. Um, but like I mentioned, there are two places you can go. You can go to hell, or you can go to Valhalla, and both are for the dead. So Valhalla is, does anybody know what Valhalla who is for? The brave and the, the soldiers, right? Yeah, people who died in battle. Mm. Excellent. Did you watch the Viking show on History Channel? That was Channel? great. So good. Oh, that's, yeah. But they talk about that a lot. So if you die in battle, brave words die in battle, will go to Valhalla, the great hall of an Asgard. And Asgard is a place where the gods live, Ross. So okay. you were kind of Not right. where they die and go afterwards. No, but the, who takes the, war, the dead warriors to Valhalla? Uh, one what, of the women, one of the women, right? Yeah, what do they call them? Uh, as guardians. No. 
I forget. It starts with a V as well. Valkyries. There you Valkyrie. go. There you go. This is if this is all in Thor: <laughs> Love and Thunder, by the way. So, and I, I just saw it, it like two weeks ago. And you're not you're you're failing no, this, no, bro. Absolutely, you lose. Good I am day, I sir. am a goldfish when it comes to memory <laughs> stuff. Oh, I I tell you, after COVID, my brain hasn't worked as well as before COVID. It's that it's a fog. Fact. It's a fatigue thing, I think. So I don't know if it's a fog, but it's definitely a fatigue thing. I'm a teacher, people. You're I teach. A, you're I an teach. artist. You draw I am an artist. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, if you ask me to like draw Bahaya as I see it, then yeah, you'd get a beautiful drawing. Hopefully. Oh, yeah. Don't make so, me do it though. Hell is reserved for people who didn't die in battle. Uh, or like heroic way like you know if you didn't she didn't die in battle but you saved your children from a bear attack or you know so that's not battle but you still go to Valhalla but so but it's not for like bad people or good people it's like if you just kind of died in your sleep or you you know died of an illness you would go to hell you wouldn't go to Valhalla and it's basically this cold dark place and they do a lot of they live their lives normally and they feel that that at hell represents the grave. You kind of cease to exist. You're in this little area, but it's nothing like Valhalla. Valhalla is where the glory is. End of part one.